Hello and welcome to another edition of the Guardian ID podcast. This is Zach Martin, editor of Regarding ID magazine. Today we're speaking with Jeremy Grant, Senior Executive Advisor for Identity Management and Head of the National Program Office for the National Strategy for Trusted Identities in Cyberspace. The office just awarded five organizations $9 million to pilot different identity technology and systems. Jeremy's going to fill us in on the awards and what's next for the national strategy and those pilots. Well, let me just start off by, by explaining a little bit about why it was that the government was awarding pilots in support of the National Strategy for Trusted Identities in Cyberspace, or NSIC as it's known. Uh, when, when the strategy was launched and the initial budget and the implementation plan for it was being put together, uh, the pilots were really identified as a key element to the implementation plan, uh, largely in that the NSIC is, uh, the, the S in NSIC stands for strategy. It's uh, an aspirational document that, that really lays out a vision of what online authentication and identity uh, should look like in the future. Um, and you know, one of the best ways at the end of the day to actually link the strategy to something that's executable is to start uh, funding pilot projects that can essentially seed the marketplace uh, with solutions that would embrace the NSIC vision and objectives and guiding principles uh, and demonstrate some innovative frameworks that could provide a foundation for the identity ecosystem that's called for in the strategy. Uh, we also wanted pilots uh, to be a little bold in tackling some barriers uh, that have to date impeded uh, the identity ecosystem from being fully realized. For example, we don't have uh, you know, clarity on things like you know, some of the complex economics issues and business models that would actually govern how transactions would work in an identity ecosystem. Uh, there haven't been common standards or technology approaches uh, for privacy protections and data reuse. There's been usability challenges, with, particularly with some you know, hard-to-reach populations with some strong authentication technologies. So our take was we wanted to fund a number of pilots that could, you know, tackle some of these barriers and, you know, try and put a foundation in place. I think an overall theme uh, that we looked at, you know, across all of the different pilot applications was to make something happen that otherwise would not. Uh, you know, we wanted them to, uh, the pilot uh, uh, proposals, uh, to try and put together solutions or frameworks that don't actually exist in the marketplace today uh, and that wouldn't necessarily be likely to exist, uh, at least in a way that aligns with NSTIC, uh, without the pilot funding. So, um, you know, just giving a quick recap, we, there was a lot of interest. We had an abbreviated proposal process back in the springtime with 186 different applicants. Uh, of that, we down-selected uh, 27 finalists uh, that uh, an evaluation process, you know, uh, said, you know, represented the strongest of the abbreviated proposals. Uh, and then of those 27 that were actually submitted, at the end of the day, we, uh, we only were able to fund five. Uh, so it was really, you know, quite a... Uh, a stiff competition, uh, and I, I will say there were a lot of really good proposals that we simply didn't have enough funding for. Um, you know, hey, if there was additional available funds, we would have awarded you know more pilots. So, uh, in future years, certainly looking ahead to you know what the White House has asked for uh, in the FY13 budget, where there would be a 50% increase for NSTIC uh, from 16.5 million to 24.5 million. If that funding came through, uh, we would spend the bulk of that additional funds on pilots to catalyze the marketplace. Um, so that, that, that's, a, that's a big introduction. Let, let me get sort of, you know, back to your question, Zach, which was, you know, what are these pilots actually going to do? Um, I, I think at a high level, uh, what they do are, you know, really take the vision and principles that were embodied in the NSIC and translate them into solutions that, you know, will start to be deployed into the marketplace over the next 12 to 24 months. Uh, you'll see some secure privacy-enhancing credentialing solutions uh, be deployed to thousands of Americans, you know, that will give them a tool uh, when they're finally, you know, started to deploy uh, that they can use to better protect themselves online and also give some online businesses a way to offer transactions to their customers that are both more secure uh, as well as more streamlined. 
so we're excited. We think it'll help to increase, you know, uh, you know, online trust and also catalyze uh, the the pace of adoption uh, of the identity ecosystem. You mentioned that there might be a connection, you know, between the five pilots. Sure. Well, I, I think there, there, there's, you know, a couple themes. You know, one is if, if you look across the five pilot awardees, and, you know, the five awardees, it was uh, AMVA, the American Association of Motor Vehicle Administrators. It was uh, Criterion Systems. Uh, it was Dayon. It was Resilient Network Systems. And it was Internet2. Um, and while they're, you know, all very different, you know, three of them are small businesses. One of them is a, a nonprofit. Actually, two of them are nonprofits as well. A common theme that, you know, really you know, was, was evident between all of them is that they were about partnership. They weren't just about, you know, companies who came or organizations who came and said, if you give us a uh, million dollars, we'll build some great solution uh, that'll change the world. You know, a lot of them came and, you know, sort of started with that and then said, and here are the five or ten organizations that we're partnering with to actually deploy the solution across, you know, one or several target audiences. And so it wasn't really just about, um, building something. It was really more about actually getting uh, new types of, you know, credentialing technology uh, into the hands of Americans and, you know, setting up, you know, what I would call really identity ecosystems in miniature uh, that could then be used to, you know, test a lot of the, you know, both the technologies along with some of the policies and operating rules that would govern them. Um, you know, beyond that, I, I think, you know, if you look sort of across the pilots, um, you know, there, there's a theme, which is that, We'll be testing how different parts of the population, everybody from, you know, college students at, you know, schools like, you know, MIT and the University of Texas to senior citizens who are members of our uh, patients and doctors who are using electronic medical records, uh, uh, parents and children, you know, parents who are worried about how do they actually uh, authenticate, you know, that their child is, you know, allowed to uh, use a particular site online. Uh, people who are, you know, sort of hardcore online shoppers, you know, different, you know, segments of the population, it'll give uh, us a chance to, uh, you know, get them different types of strong credentialing technology and, you know, frankly, see how it works. Uh, how do these different user groups react to using strong credentials? What do they like? What don't they like? Uh, we think this will generate a lot of important data uh, that will, you know, not only inform the work of the pilot awardees, but also the Identity Ecosystem Steering Group that was established last month in Chicago uh, to really tackle, uh, you know, the creation of a framework to support the ecosystem. We're going to be reaching out to all the award winners and hopefully posting stories and podcasts about them shortly. Can you give us any insight into what they're going to be doing next or what you expect to see from the award winners? What I would definitely, you know, one thing I would, I would caution uh, uh, people uh, on is you may not see anything right away. Most of these pilots, because they're dealing with new types of technologies or solutions, uh, not to mention, you know, there has to be, you know, roll-up plans for how do you actually get solutions uh, uh, issued to people will take a little bit of time for it to develop. So uh, of the five pilots, four of them actually have a two-year period of performance. And in most of those, you won't actually see things, you know, truly being deployed in the marketplace probably for a year. Uh, the fifth one, Resilient Systems, uh, actually has a, a one-year period of performance. And there are, I'd almost say they're running two pilots in one and that they sort of have two two segments of a pilot that are both using uh, zero knowledge proof uh, encryption technology. You know, so one is focused on the healthcare environment, and the other is really focused on uh, uh, kids who are going online to different sites. Um, there, you may see something a little bit sooner. Uh, but I, I would, you know, caution people who are, you know, looking at NSTIC and uh, impatient to see something come out of this. Um, you know, each one of these pilots, you know, as they go forward and execute, is going to take, you know, a little bit of time to uh, start to actually, you know, roll out, you know, solutions and deploy. 
So um, you know that 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 will take. Uh, it, you're not you're not going to see instant results. Fill us in on what's going on with the steering group and what their what its next step is and what you guys are expecting from them in the future. Sure. Well, for starters, we had a great kickoff meeting in Chicago last month at the Rosemont Center just outside O'Hare. Uh, it, it frankly, the level of participation, you know, really exceeded our expectations. Uh, it, you know, th this is a brand new organization. It's something that. Uh, we are, are helping to catalyze the formation of through a grant and some, some program support, but ultimately it's being set up as a private sector.org organization. It's not an arm of the government. Uh, so the new Identity Ecosystem Steering Group, you know, at the first meeting there were over 330 companies and organizations that participated, many with multiple members and you know close to 250 interested individuals. Uh, we had people from 12 different countries as well uh, outside the U.S. that were participating um, there, it, it really attracted you know quite a bit of support in, in total. When you look at all of the you know different people who are registered, since some companies and organizations have multiple members, this community is already in, uh, has exceeded a thousand people who are participating. Uh, so it was really really you know a, a stellar kickoff, and I can say you know the, the pace of activity since the kickoff has been uh, been, been, been pretty fantastic. Uh, I, I think there's really you know sort of two things in the near term that the group's been focused on. The first has been um, trying to, to find, you know, consensus among the different stakeholders as to how the organization should be governed. Uh, you know, for those who've been watching NSTIC closely, they'll know that, you know, we actually did a, a, a pretty extensive process on our side to come up with recommendations for how the organization should be governed, you know, putting out a draft charter and bylaws. A lot of that was, you know, driven through uh, a, a process that, you know, we, you know, conducted over a couple of workshops as well as a formal notice of, uh, of inquiry last summer. Um, and you know what you know basically emerged in Chicago was folks said that's a nice starting point, but you know we still want to have our imprint on it as well. So there's a governance task force that has been doing some work to, I would say, mostly tweak some things around the edges. Frankly, you know, offer some refinements and improvements uh, to the draft documents that we put out that that will make it better and 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 frankly, you know, get buy-in from a lot of organizations who had some concerns. Uh, we, we think it's great. You know, this has always been viewed as a public-private partnership. We've, you know, specifically have been calling on the private sector to lead. Uh, so the fact that, you know, private stakeholders are taking a hold of these draft documents that we put out, using them as a starting point, and then improving on them, it's exactly what we wanted to see. It's, it's actually made us really, you know, quite excited. Uh, that process should be wrapping up soon, and there will be another uh, in-person meeting of uh, of the steering group, uh, October 29th and 30th, uh, the Dulles Hilton, uh, uh, Dulles being uh, right next to the airport in Washington, D.C., or I guess out in Virginia, actually, since it's uh, about 36 miles from the city. But, um, you know, so that meeting, you know, we expect that the uh, revised governance documents will be ratified. The other big thing that's been going on is, you know, the, 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 the steering group is really set up, you know, with you know, most of the power in, in the plenary, you know, for all of the members. Uh, but most of the work will actually be done not in the plenary, but in a series of different standing committees and working groups that have been established on topics like standards, privacy coordination, international coordination, security, um, uh, things like that. Um, so there's you know probably about a dozen work groups and standing committees in total that have been stood up. They each in Chicago uh, elected chairs and vice chair chairs. Those groups have been busy working on their charters, detailing what you know specific aspects of the ecosystem framework they're going to be tackling. Um, and those are starting to come in right now for review from the uh, management council that was elected in Chicago. I think what you'll really see going forward, you know, after the, the, the meeting in October, is a shift from, you know, really getting out of the startup phase of the organization, uh, where, you know, we're talking about, well, how do we organize ourselves, 
and, and much more to a um, uh, an environment where we are actively, you know, producing work product uh, from different committees and working groups that can then be, you know, considered by the plenary for. Uh, adoption into you know the broader framework so you know that work is already starting to happen now people are saying now that we've organized ourselves you know what do we do next and you know that is really where we expect the bulk of the work to be done over the next couple of years and I think you'll start to see that shift at the October meeting what's next for the national program office what do you guys see happening in the next six to twelve months Sure. Well, I'll say we've got our hands full right now, uh, for starters, uh, between, you know, standing up the steering group and, and interacting with a lot of stakeholders. And these pilots are also, well, we actually funded them with a type of grant called the Cooperative Agreement that actually involves our office helping to manage uh, them quite closely. We really want to make sure that they're, uh, the, the grantees are on track and not veering off course. Um, so there's quite a lot of work to be done there as well. I think the things that I would, you know, suggest people who are following NSTIC closely look ahead to, um, you know, a lot will really be determined by how the uh, the fiscal year 2013 budget plays out. Uh, for those who, who have not been following the, the the story in Washington closely, and I, I would imagine that's most people. And and by the way, that's probably a good thing for them since it's not the most exciting plot line. But uh, you know, the government fiscal year ends every year September 30th. It looks like uh, Congress, although it's it, it's unclear, you know, what will actually happen, is going to do a six month extension of uh, for to fund the entire government. Um, they would basically run through through March 31st, which you know essentially you know punt some of the decisions on the FY13 budget down the road uh, until we get you know the presidential election out of the way. So what that would essentially mean is our funding would be you know level uh, for the first six months. Um, but you know the, the, what's really you know sort of in question is for the next round of pilots that we believe are very essential to. Uh, to, to fund to support the the the, uh, the strategy, uh, we we may not have an answer on what those funding levels will be until the springtime. Uh, I will say um, we are looking um, at you know how we can work with potentially a couple of other federal agencies who've got a deep interest in NSTIC and supporting the strategy, on how they may be able to in the next few months uh, fund some of their own pilot opportunities uh, for solutions that would be uh, aligned with the NSTIC. Uh, but wouldn't actually be funding from our office. So there may be some other pilot opportunities that are out there. Uh, and I would, you know, suggest people keep a close look on that and uh, close watch on that. And beyond that, you know, urge people to participate in the steering group. Uh, the steering group is really the uh, uh, the belly button of, uh, of or the hub of all activity uh, for, you know, implementing the NSTIC, and, and that's where we expect a lot of the work to go forward. Well, Jeremy, I really like to appreciate you for taking the time to chat with us today. Yeah, my pleasure.